Welcome back to the program. An Illinois Senate committee today advanced the language that could be on your ballot in November of 2020, allowing you to decide whether Illinois should switch from its current flat tax to a progressive income tax. That's one vote in one committee. We've got a long way to go to get there and a longer way to go still to actually have it approved by voters and become the law of the land here in Illinois. And one big obstacle for that effort is a group called Ideas Illinois, which is in an all-out push to try to derail this progressive income tax idea. Greg Bays is the chairman of Ideas Illinois and joins us live on the line this afternoon. Uh, Greg, thank you for being here with us. We appreciate your time. No problem. Before we get into the details on the progressive income tax, if you would just explain who and what is Ideas Illinois, who makes up this group, how did it come together? Uh, Ideas Illinois is part of a, uh, a 501c4, which is a IRS-approved tax-exempt organization. It is allowed to raise money and then talk about uh, and educate the public on various issues. We have been around in this organization since 2004. Uh, we oppose things such as uh, Governor Rod Bogoyevich's uh, tax ideas back in 2004, gross receipts tax. Uh, we oppose the idea in 2009 of uh, changing the way uh, union organization was allowed in this country. It was a Midwest effort where we uh, educated constituents in congressional districts. And most recently, we were involved in the soda tax fight in Chicago, Cook County area, and helped defeat that. So it's an organization that, as I say, it's approved by the IRS. Our mission is that we can raise money and we can spend it on educating the public Clearly, this issue, would, would, uh, a gradual change of the tax policy in Illinois, will be the first time, Jim, that uh, Illinois voters will have a direct say in a very major public policy question. And, and so people just understand where you're coming from, you, because as you noted, you are authorized to, to raise money for this educational effort. What are your primary funding sources? Is it safe to, to call you a, a, a business group? Is this primarily business entities that are, are funding this effort? Well, donors are ranged from businesses to private individuals who have had concerns about these particular issues that I mentioned, and they have a concern about this issue and want us to uh, go out, explain most, you know, our side and uh, viewpoint of this, and that is what we are about. So uh, let's start from the beginning then. Governor J.B. Pritzker ran for and essentially won on a campaign where, where the linchpin of it was his call for a progressive income tax. Why, in your view, would that be a very bad idea for Illinois? Well, the, the Constitution in 1970, when uh, citizens came together and put together a new constitution in this state, debated this issue, debated uh, very uh, closely whether or not there should be a, quote, graduated income tax, meaning it could be different rates for different income levels. And it was decided then that uh, Illinois would be better off to have a flat tax. And it has served the state well, I think, over the years. It is a tax across the board, the same uh, amount. And uh, proportionally, at the 4.95% is uh, the amount. You uh, make more money, that is what is going to be taxed, and you're going to pay more. And uh, at the lower end of the scale, when people say, well, it's not fair, the, the governor has deemed it a, quote, fair tax proposal. Uh, there are tax exemptions, tax credit for lower-income people who uh, don't have to pay state income tax. And also there's some other tax benefits in the Illinois tax code that has served as well. We think this is 
really opening up an effort to where you have a blank check for legislators that when they are short on money, which, as you know, Jim, you've talked about it for years on your station each time this year, the budget's a major issue. And if they're going to need more money, well, in this particular case, they would just raise uh, the uh, tax rate, and it would be on a small select group of people at the upper end. And that would solve our problems, except, Jim, you've also seen two major tax hikes in the last eight years, and it still has not satisfied or been able to balance the Illinois state budget. Well, we've seen a tax hike and then a tax reduction, and we saw the fiscal problems get exponentially worse in the state, so then there was another tax hike. And now the governor tells me that my income taxes will actually go down under his plan, which, as I'm sitting here and they're telling me, okay, you'll actually have a lower income tax rate, I'm saying, okay, why not? Why, why do, should- you really, do, do you really believe that, Jim, that you're uh, – and, and at the rate, uh, I suspect that uh, – looking at that the the minimum amount of taxes that would go down on your part uh, i think will far outweigh the damage that's going to be done to the illinois economy you know i've been involved in business economic issues for years running the illinois manufacturers association we have pointed out for several years that illinois lags behind the midwest in being able to create jobs and be able to grow our economy we only have to look around central illinois and see where literally um, Dozens upon dozens of businesses have either closed or gone out of state and moved. Do we really think that this kind of tax program is going to improve the Illinois economy for you as an individual to maybe pay just a slighter or lesser amount in state income tax? And, oh, by the way, let's stick it to those real wealthy people and make them pay a bigger share. Do we really think that is the way we can grow the Illinois economy? I don't think so. And I don't think you should be trusting the folks that are not too far from you down at the Capitol to be able to make that happen. You said a moment ago the the flat tax has served the state well. And yet, as I look at the state, we have $8 billion in unpaid bills. We have a structural Mm -hmm. budget deficit of more than a billion dollars this year alone. We have a massive unfunded pension liability. Doesn't seem like it served us all that well. And it seems like those are looming problems that also pose a clear and present danger to the Illinois economy. Do you really want to put that at the feet of the tax rate on just one tax, the income tax of Illinois that has caused that problem? First off, let's talk about Governor Pritzker's budget that he proposed. He's skipping a pension payment. Oh, wait a minute. I think we've done that before. We've seen that act before. And that's one of the reasons that we're at $130 billion of unfunded liability in that tax. We have talked that we have seen the general revenue funds of the state continue to grow each year. They have grown where do I think it's somewhere in the neighborhood of $38, $39 billion in general revenue funds off of the flat tax. But we're never quite able to close that budget gap, are we? There's a recognized by everybody about a three and a half to four billion systemic debt each year that we're spending more than we're bringing in. I think you might look at the fact that that might be a spending problem and not laying at the feet that the quote flat tax has caused that. It's been caused by the same politicians that are telling you right now that if, oh, if we can just change this to a quote fair tax, that will solve our problem. And also, Jim, you've noticed that many nonpartisan groups that are taking a look at this proposal are saying that it's probably not going to raise quite as much as they think. And they're really only talking about in this particular proposal, I think the governor says, about $3.5 billion in new spending. Well, how quickly is that going to evaporate? And we say, hmm, maybe we need to lower that 
rate down a little bit lower that might catch Jim Leach the next time they do that. Talking with Greg Bays of Ideas Illinois, opposing the progressive income tax idea, you're running commercials where you refer to this as a, quote, jobs tax. That's terminology that has been deemed false by PolitiFact Illinois. Defend that, that phrasing. Why do you call this a jobs tax? First off, PolitiFact Illinois talks about that they don't see the connection. Well, it doesn't take long to understand that the people who are going to be the hardest hit by the increase in going to a, quote, a graduated income tax are the job creators of this state, the small and medium-sized businesses that dot all across the, the landscape of Illinois are the people who are, that we count on to grow jobs in this state. Unfortunately, we think that this will diminish their opportunity to be able to do that and that they are going to be looking for different places to invest their money and not in this particular area or state. So that's why we deem it a jobs tax, because we think that you will see a flight. You'll see the continued uh, hemorrhaging of jobs in central Illinois and across the state that we've seen for several years, except we think it will accelerate. And you also call it a blank check. Uh, now, obviously, you're, you're correct that if this is to put in play is is put in place, lawmakers could go back and then start to adjust these initial proposed rates later on down the road. They can also raise the flat tax right now, which, as you noted, they did just a couple of years ago. So, how how is this different from that? If there's a need for more revenue, won't they just go ahead and generate more revenue anyway, but raise it on everybody rather than the people who may be in a better position to afford it? Isn't it interesting that we have not heard about any kind of uh, uh, cuts, any kind of diminution of spending in Illinois? It's interesting we have not heard of any other ideas out of this administration other than saying, well, if we pass the fair tax, it will solve our problems. In many ways, Jim, this is the shiny ball theory. You know, if you keep an eye over here on the idea if we pass this fair tax, it'll solve our financial woes and problems. In fact, even the newly elected governor or uh, mayor of the city of Chicago made that point the other day. The reality is the politicians need to make some very tough choices and decisions. There are all sorts of ways that you could put a combination of spending plans together and tax, tax uh, proposals that would be less onerous on one particular segment of job creators in our society in Illinois. But nobody wants to do that. That's you know, we might make people mad. Let's talk about the idea, should we look at how our pensions continue to grow in that unfunded obligation? No, we can't do that, says Governor Pritzker and others. Nobody wants to tackle the really hard problems that this state faces, and they look to these kind of uh, uh, changes, which we think will have a devastating impact on the Illinois economy. I don't disagree that no one's really putting forward the the proposal with the tough choices on it. Uh, nobody, including the the Republican minority right now is putting forward a plan like that. So if if not this plan what the governor's putting forward, what is the plan? Who's going to put it forward? Who's going to bring it up? Who's going to show people what it actually means in terms of uh, cuts in services, impact on the average Illinoisan? Fortunately or unfortunately, depending on your viewpoint, we had a governor previously for four years who came up with a lot of different ideas and that did try to attack some of these particular issues. They fell flat on their face for various reasons, and there wouldn't be reason to relitigate that. But you're correct. Nobody is bringing forth those ideas that can be there. 
Uh, Jim, I've been involved in government and Illinois politics for 40 years. There have been lots of different ideas brought forth uh, that I have seen, and I think it's worthy of discussion of some of the ideas that are going to be going on. And Springfield's a particularly interesting town. It's very uh, in tune with, with the pension problem, a lot of state retirees and things. They really have to start asking themselves, will the pension system that we are depending on really be here for us? Will it be here for the current employees of the state? If we don't try to come to grips with a major problem like that, how are we going to continue to spend more money than we bring in? Illinois is not the federal government. We can't print money. What do we do? We delay payments. We delay payments by, uh, you know, a, a long time period and have almost $8 billion of unpaid bills here. So, I understand your frustration. Uh, Our job right now and what I'm trying to do is point out some of the devastating impacts that we think this tax proposal will bring forth. And I I think it's going to be an interesting exercise in our democracy in the state of Illinois to let the people decide in in the fall of 2020 if this makes it to the ballot, which I think with the Democratic majorities in uh, Springfield, I I can see that probably will occur. They'll get the votes rounded up for that, and then the people can have a say about it. And that's where we're going to be involved. Well, you're 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 pushing pretty hard on this right now, running commercials right now on this. But you're okay with it actually getting on the ballot and letting the voters decide one way or the other. I'm always for democracy and letting people be able to have a say on things. Illinois does not have initiative or referendum, as you know. It's on rare occurrences do we have constitutional amendments. Some have passed, some have failed. None have been to the significance and importance of this one. I just am a realist in understanding. I mean, I think it would be um, a good thing for the governor to go back to the drawing board. He staked really the direction of his administration solely on getting this passed. So I'm not naive to think that if Mike Madigan and John Cullerton wanted to get the votes rounded up for this, that they're probably going to be able to do that. But the point to these commercials in these legislative districts is to make sure that people and the legislators that we have targeted, to let people talk to them about this, and let's see where they ultimately come down on that. 34 states and the federal government have a progressive income tax structure, so this is not something that's unheard of or, or radical in the country. In that context, then, why, why can't it work here? Well, I just think that the track record of uh, what's gone on in Springfield for the last 20 years is not a good one. And if you give them an opportunity to continue to spend without any kind of restraint on them, that they will do exactly that. And so and part of it is what we want people to understand. If you think this tax is only going to be put on and continue to be on those at a $250,000 level, Well, I think they should think again. And also think about the impact on businesses that this Illinois may end up having the highest corporate rate in the country if this was to pass under the language that has been put forth. Um, Do we think that's going to help Illinois economically with the, the kind of other issues that we face and try to solve in this state? So I think that that's why there is this concern. But let me also point out one other thing, Jim, that the states have started a trend in returning to a flat tax and the fact that uh, uh, North Carolina and Utah in the last uh, at least three years, I think, both have gone from graduated to flat tax states. And in a couple of areas, Colorado 
And in Maine, where they tried to go to a graduated tax, those efforts were defeated. Greg Bays with Ideas Illinois. People want to learn more about your organization, want to help out in your effort to do what they can uh, to, to join your cause. How do they do so? Go to our website of www.ideasillinois and we'll get you what you need to have. Is that ideasillinois.org? Yes. Okay, yes, ideasillinois.org. Greg Bays, Chairman of Ideas Illinois. Thank you for your time. We really appreciate it very much. Thank you, Jim.